Hey, 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 it's Indie Music Live, episode 83. Um, I'm Jojo Keys, and we're back. We're back in full effect. We took the week off last week because uh, some people were on vacation. It's summertime. That's what we do. Um, are we live on Facebook? Yeah, okay. I'm not seeing it yet. Um, anyway, so how's everybody doing? What's up, Dave? You got yourself some BCC or whatever it is if you're into Bitcoin? Sure, man. I'm a little discombobulated uh, right now because uh, I want to tell the boys and girls tonight something. Please get your fix of this whole background here. Get your fix of the Kramer painting and the monkey and all this crap back here because it's the last show that you'll see that. I'm moving in two days. It's going to be a totally different like background. So, So where are you moving? Uh, pretty close by, you know, just uh, <laughs> it's going to the top floor. It's uh, exciting. All right, yeah, so no. how's everybody doing tonight? We got Calamari in the house. Uh, Leah, I think, Lai, I don't know how you say that name. Kay Soul is here. Um, she just put out a new mini documentary. That you can yeah. Pretty cool. I just watched it a minute ago. Calamari, so how are you doing? Jared Padone is here. Hey, he is here. He's hanging out with us tonight. Jared Padone, we're going to be releasing Ninth Floor Mannequin new music tonight. Um, so, cool. Let's go ahead and uh, everybody share this video out to all your friends. Say hello to us in the chat. Um, we're going to go ahead and start listening to some music. So, let's. Uh, this first one tonight is the Going Away Presence with their song Desiree, I think you say is how you say it. You know how good I am at pronouncing stuff. No, I, th- I thought it might be Desiree, but that's how it's spelled. Desiree. I know, I double-checked yeah. it, I, unless it's a mistake on their end as far as... Uh... <laughs> so, Leah, Leah Mita, yo, yo, yo. All right, Rob, whenever you're ready, let's listen to the Going Away Present with Desiree, and then we're going to come back and check out some music news.
All right, so the first thing that's obvious is we're not live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time anymore. We have a new time. It's going to be 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, what is that, like 4 in Korea or something, 4 a.m.? Uh, 4.15. Uh, it doesn't matter. It only takes 40 minutes to get a nuclear bomb over here now. <laughs> that's not funny. Okay, so anyway. Um... Dude, you, you practiced that joke for like two weeks, didn't you? No, I didn't, actually. I just thought of it. That's why I didn't go over so well. All Marissa right. Bergen's in the house. She's part of the Cheeseburgers. We're going to be listening to their music in a little bit. Uh, we have, uh, like I said, Ninth Floor Mannequin, also known as Jared Padone in the house. He's releasing a new single tonight, coming out with a new album in about 10 days or so. So the going away present, Dave. All right. When it started, I was feeling a little Nirvana. That's where it brought me in the first, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds. And then... Uh, Vocals kick in. I was starting to feel little flaming lips, but listen to the whole song. I think the best reference I could think of was uh, Wilco. Um, it's kind of got that vibe, you know, it kind of brings you back to early mid 90s, at least for me. Um, the mix was a little weighted too much to the left. Mm, like the yeah. pan, it was panned too. I, don't, I always wonder that. I don't know if it was like. It seems like an error to me. I, I'm I'm not sure if that was done on purpose, but when you're listening on headphones, uh, it really sticks out, and it just feels uh, just felt too much left. But if you're listening to a sound system, no headphones, it sounds fine. And other than that, I, I dug it, man. It, it's it's a cool sound. Like all those bands I mentioned, like I was into them pretty big at that time. So I love that bands are still making this kind of music. You know, so yeah, you know, we are indie, indie, so it's like you can't expect all the recordings to be the best. I don't know about the left thing. I guess sometimes it could be a technique, but uh, I think a lot of times it's kind of maybe a mistake. But <laughs> the music was cool, like you said, it was uh, sort of '90s, '90s, gr- you know, not grungy, but has that like '90s sound to it, '90s rock, experimental, rock. artistic Americana roots type of feel you know something like that it's a couple more people coming in lincoln powell plowman what's up dude brad gray fletch towel we know fletch towel he's so kind and in chicago um <laughs> he's a very kind a man off my, a little off my my uh, hosting game tonight but uh hey rob and now it's time for some music news there's a nice segue Well, one of these days, Dave will learn to be quiet during this transition. Videos. That's our signature, man. <laughs> I love it. All right. So a couple, couple of uh, stories that I ran across in the past couple of days is um, anybody use Pandora? Nope. Me either. I don't think many other people are right now lately. Nah, yeah. I speak for the world. No. All right, go I ahead. have a lot of people that say, yeah, I just put on Pandora and listen. And I'm like, I, I don't like to do that. I'd like to know what I'm going to listen to. I like to pick the playlist and stuff. Sometimes I'll put like put it on put something that I know all the music on shuffle. So maybe it's not the same order. But um, I know it's kind of people like it for discovery and stuff. But I don't think it's really it's not working, working in Australia and New Zealand, at least, because they're about ready to close down. 
it's been five years they've been running in Australia, New Zealand, and they're just going to. So why do you think that is, Dave? Well, I think the statistics are bullshart. I think it's bullshart, right? I just, I just don't believe those stats. I mean, I, I read that article. It's like, yeah, 76 million active youth. Like, what? I, I can't. I don't know one friend that, like, listens to Pandora regularly. Yeah. Like, what? I just think it's garbage, but um, and then you see this news. Uh, <laughs> are you surprised? I'm not. I mean, it's just like the I've we've we've talked about this like a few dozen times, like in our show and in the roundtable and everything. It's just like the I, I think we're going to continue to see this. You know, it's just like a, a collapse of these staple brands. You know, for the past you know five to seven years in terms of streaming. Because everyone knows now, it's just gotten out that these are all these companies are so deep in debt, and they're just playing this like money game where they continue to go deeper, and then they hope to sell for a profit. But I think they're realizing they've lost their moment, like they've lost their peak to sell, and we'll see that in the next article because it's it's the same story. Yeah, it's an interesting article. You can check it out. It's on uh, Music Business. Uh, what is it? Music. What is that site? Music business. Oh, sorry. Music business worldwide.com. I always forget the worldwide. So the other thing that I noticed, um, everybody's been freaking out thinking that SoundCloud's going to shut down. Have you heard about this? Yeah, it's been, it's been going on for a couple of years. <laughs> Another brand that's going to, yeah, but SoundCloud's actually, yeah, they've been out of money for a long time. Uh, I want to say hello to Patrick Ames, Howard Nelson and Amanda, Amanda P. What's up? I need a haircut. Um, <laughs> So SoundCloud is near death, but there's two unnamed companies that have like I don't, which doesn't make any sense to me. Two unnamed companies, it's like watching CNN. Two unnamed sources, you know, like, <laughs> who, who is who are these people? <laughs> but apparently they're they're working out their own deals to keep SoundCloud going. I don't know. I like SoundCloud. I've always liked it. You know, we we provide SoundCloud services and stuff, and I think it's a great place, like Bandcamp and stuff, and you know, other places where you can just put your music up. But I can't imagine, you know, people putting money into it at this point unless they're going to completely buy it out and, like, totally redo it in a way, in a sense. I don't know. All right, Joe, you ready? Here's the deal, man. Private, private equity firms, right? Yeah. Unnamed. This is, like, this right here, <laughs> I, I, this is just, like, data mining, you know? That's what I'm feeling on this is that... Whoever it is that are investing in this brand, they're they're just mining data for some other project. Uh, I'm sure they'll keep the brand alive for a while, but like, I don't there I don't see any way like SoundCloud is gonna continue to operate as it is today and have it be the same in five years as people see it today. Well, they have added some cool things over the past couple of years. You know, like we host our podcast on there well you know the rss feed goes right to itunes we yeah. pay 15 bucks a month we get some stats sure. that suck but you get sure. you, you you can see some stuff but it, that's they, not that, the point the, with yeah it. yeah that's not like i think the the owners and the people who are controlling this brand should read the book the dip by seth godin which in a nutshell is like know no when to get them. out no, it just like know when to get out of a business. And yeah. we've touched on this before. They got an offer for a billion dollars like two years ago or a year and a half. 
and they turned it down and it's I don't know what it's worth today. I, I what I've read and what I've heard, it's like they're the offers are in the range of like two hundred and fifty million dollars. So now you talk about private equity firms and which I think is like data mining. It's like, yeah, I'm sure they're putting some money up, but it's for a different purpose. It's not to like reinvigorate SoundCloud and they make are. it successful in the same model it is today, no chance. That's not the future. Plus all the rights, the royalty rights issues they have with all the remixes yeah. and stuff. It's crazy. All right. So guys, share this video out because we're about ready to talk to Jared Padone. Wow. And intro his new song that's coming off of his new album. So uh, Jared, if you haven't uh, been around for a while, he was part of our roundtables and um, on our on our show, you know, over the past year. And so uh, once you become good friends with us, you get to uh, release some music on the show. Keep that in mind. Jared, how you doing this evening, man? I'm doing fantastically well. How are you doing? <laughs> Did you drink that glass of wine really fast? Yeah, calm down, Jared. Nah. Calm down, man. I'm, Jesus, I'm just. I'm just I'm subdued. I'm having a good time, but I don't like to make a big deal about it. All right. (laughs) So you're coming out with new music. Um, You've been on our show before. Dave, like, helped craft your your number one single. And uh, I'm wondering why are you here again? (laughs) He likes Uh, pain. He's he's, he's a masochistic. masochistic. I mean, he likes pain. He wants more pain in my critique. And that's what drives him to continue to create. I have a, on the top of my desktop, it just says, what would David do? Every time I mix, I just, I just think, what would That's David awesome. want in this chorus? <laughs> More David. Cool. So let's go ahead and dude, can you tell us a little bit about um, Four Lights? Um, yeah, so the song I just finished <laughs> uh, this morning. Uh, actually, in our, whatever. It, it's still... Uh, it's still fresh. It's new. It's a, it's about a Twilight Zone episode, a really famous one called Two. It's uh, Elizabeth Montgomery and Charles Bronson. They're like the last two people on Earth after yep. some kind of great war. And this is just that premise. From real, real quick, what's your connection with Twilight Zone again? Because you have like all of your tell us real quick. Because I know Dave's going to get into it deeper with Dave after the song. But um, real quick, and then we'll listen to the song. My connection is that I I really like it. <laughs> so what I do is I, I take I uh, writing lyrics is strange you know I don't want to get too personal all the time so it's kind of cool to do commentary on a pre-existing work so I take some of my favorite episodes I rewatch them and I kind of pick a perspective and an angle and try to make it universally understandable from a lot of perspectives and I just write songs based on that awesome so Rob yeah. whenever you're ready let's listen to the brand new single from Ninth Floor Mannequin this is Four Lights and when we come back we're going to get Deeper with Dave yeah I'm going to oh, take you Lord. to a new Twilight Zone tonight with Deeper with Dave <laughs> you know I'll
Deeper with Dave. Deeper with Dave. Oh, yeah. Sponsored by... I mean, two great songs back-to-back right there. Your song and then the jingle. I mean, they're both great. Um, Jared, it's, uh, it's nice to have you back, man. We missed you. It's a pleasure to be back. We missed your character. We missed your music. We missed your finely trimmed beard. Um, Every day. I'm going to have to maybe grow one like that. All right, dude. Let's get into it. <clears throat> let's. Hmm. Are you, uh, are you allergic to crash cymbals? <laughs> uh, semi, yeah. Kind of. I um, I'm a you know principal drummer. I don't I don't love them. They're like harsh. in in any song. Like no, I'm, no, I'm curious. Course, you know, if you're playing like rock music, yeah, you need a lot of them. But you don't always need crash cymbals. I don't like riding in the crash. What actually is in the chorus in that song is a cymbal roll on the crash through a distortion pedal, and it's just kind of shh. Just <laughs> I heard it. I heard it, man. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rob loved the tune. Joe loved it. Dude, it's awesome song, man. It's like, I, you know I love your stuff, dude. I give you a hard time pretty often. I'm just joking around. You, you know I love your stuff. I totally fell for it. Joe gave me shit earlier or gave me a hard time. He was, saying, he was like, yeah, David, I like the song. David, not so much. And I was like. No, man. No, look, dude. This is like one of the ultimate compliments I think any listener can give to a band is adding their song to their playlist. I mean, it sounds so simple, right? Like I I have your stuff in my playlist on Spotify and even, you know, off, uh, just on a thumb drive and like, no, nobody knows that. Like no one sees my playlist. I I wouldn't add your music to my playlist just to support you. (laughs) I add it because I want to hear the song, you know? So it's just like, I don't know what, how else you can compliment an artist other than that, other than just like glorify them verbally. No, but I, no. I don't want to do that right now, dude. So. I, <laughs> no, I know how you feel. Like it's a, I'm a jerk and everything, but like, you know, when you're a musician, you have a ton of musician friends and everybody's always releasing music and you do, you say every now and then to somebody be like, I like it. Like I actually like listen to it. Like I put it on a playlist later. Like I didn't do the first week thing. And it's awesome when your friends bands come out with an album and you say you, you know, you put it on a playlist, it means a lot because everybody does the same thing. They listen once to a lot of stuff and chuck it. But thank you. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's, uh, I like the new sound. I, lo- I liked your old stuff. I've been looking forward to, uh, you know, the new releases, you know, for too long, man. It's been painful. <laughs> but yeah, that's all in terms of a critique. Yeah, dude. I, the chorus is up, man. <laughs> Good job. It, it was a nice score. It, it was a nice chorus. Uh, I can't see him, Rob. I can't see him, but um, I think Joe will when he comes back in. But um, so I love in. this sound. I was feeling maybe like Coldplay, a little Chainsmokers type of vibe, which I didn't really hear much in your old stuff. I didn't hear Coldplay at all in your old stuff. Yeah. Um, so, but I have I have a really deep question here, man. If you're okay with it, I'd if you're willing it. to it, like expose your inner sanctum uh, yeah. to the world right now. So people may have forgot, like you got in an accident years back and that inspired you to write more. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So 
is that still an influence today to like continue writing? Do you like does that still move you to and drive you to keep making more music, or is that just a small piece at this point? It is. That is a deep question. <laughs> um, no, and a quick deep look through my inner self, I could tell you that. Uh, if anything, I have that that old adage of you know life short and everything, and you only have so many creative years left at any given point. So if I'm going to do any kind of solo music, I only got a few years, <laughs> you know, I mean, what do, what are you talking about? <laughs> what like, the hell are you talking about? Like, uh, like you can't write songs when, when you're 60. No, 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 that's not, no, that's not true at all. This situation and where I live and how I work professionally, I'm teaching, I'm, I'm in a band. I'm, you know, I'm still not really tied down to anything in a way where I can't, pick up and leave for three weeks, you know? And yeah. at, at this point, I can write still, you know? I can, I can write music. It takes a lot of work, but to write, record, mix, master, do all that stuff yourself is really time-consuming. And I don't know how, well, you know, life is. You never know what you're going to end up doing. You don't know where you're going to end up being. But right yeah. now, I had two months, and I was like, uh, I'm going to do an EP. I'm going to do it. Five songs. Just go. Yeah. And so I, I did put in a lot of hours, and the accident, I guess, does make me think, you know, yeah, people aren't kidding. Life is short. You don't really have Yeah, it. I think I think you have these, like, seminal moments in your life, and I, I just, uh, it's it's very much cliche at this point, but the Shawshank Redemption line, get busy living or get busy dying, like, that, that runs through my head, like, every couple months when I'm just, like, I don't know, maybe in limbo on something. It's like, you know what, dude, what, what the hell? What, what am I waiting for? Like it, the time is now, you know, I, if, if I'm going to do something, just do it now. You know, there's, there's plenty of time later in life to relax and reflect and pontificate to the younger crowd of what you did. So, yeah, I, but yeah, I guess I was just curious about like, what is it, is it still that moment that kind of drives you or are there are new moments, you know, like in your life that push you to continue to write? Well, it's the, the thing about music is you're never done. You know, it's an addiction, right. and you're always getting better at it, or at least changing in what you do with it. And now, like what I was doing three years ago versus six years ago, are all vastly different. You know, little trades and things that I focus on, and things that I just don't care about. You know, so my whole view of music became different. So now I'm just thinking. I have however many years, however much time. This is where I'm at right now. I just learned how to, learning how to, whatever, sing. I'm learning how to mix right. I'm learning how to master right. I'm learning how to actually make a cleaner song. That's why you said it sounds a little bit more like Coldplay and Chainsmokers. Like, I'm not a fucking pop star. I'm not. But, you know, I cleaned up the sound because everyone pretty much that I know, university says, I want the vocals clear. I want, a, you know, like a better poppier mix you know your stuff's so muddy and it's so weird it's awesome but it's like confusing you know so i kind of took everyone's advice a little bit and cleaned it up and cool cleaned it up and, and made like a more cohesive single kind of sound for this all right well i'll just tie up my this whole moment with clint eastwood didn't start writing music until he was like 75 and i think he was like nominated for a grammy or something with uh, one of his soundtrack songs on his movies. Oh, right. So, right. so yeah. So, Joe, you want to come back? You want... No? All right. 
I think we're going to move on then. Uh, I don't have the comments in front of me for uh, for Facebook, but uh, we will. I am super talented. And <laughs> yeah, just predict what they were. But uh, yeah, so we're just going to play the next tune and we're going to bring Jared back and chat a little more. So the next song is Drumroll, Last Dance by D.B. Bryant. Thank you. I like cheap guitars and crazy women Painted on jeans and rusty strings Tequila, no salt, no lemon I'm not sure what we did last night Looks like today's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright I like old peanuts and past blue ribbon Midnight queens and busted dreams Trying to make a living Looking for a girl who likes to smile if I find I might stay for a while I might stay a while And I'd save the last dance for you Slip your hands in my front pockets You got nothing better to do And it's way too good to be true Oh, it won't be long Till the money's gone hey, You will be too But I say The last dance It's Indie Music Live 83. We're starting to show videos on our show, so when you submit your music or you uh, buy a promo package, send us a video if you got a video, and we're going to play the video so that uh, we don't, you know, we'd rather show your faces instead of just play your song and show, like, a picture like we normally do. So we're trying to work that out. Um, So, yeah, uh, (laughs) I'm from Indiana. I'm from the country. I'm from the meth capital of the world, so I really like this song a lot. I grew up on Patch Blue Ribbon. (laughs) And not tequila, but uh, Patrick Rubin for sure, PBR. And uh, this song reminds me of everything that my dad um, raised me on, basically. So I, this song, at first I thought it was just sort of, you know, a, a, a catchy tune and stuff. But it's really grown on me over over the past couple of weeks and stuff. So uh, Aaron Williams was wondering if it's Brett Michaels. I don't think so. <laughs> um, Plain John says, TV. Hey, Plain John, what's up? We're going to play his Plain John song here in a couple minutes. He says, D.B. Bryant, Last Dance, I can dig it. And uh, Juan, Juan says it does have its influences. So thoughts, gentlemen? Padone, go first. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I'm going to pull the card because I can, because it's appropriate. Um, I'm from New York. 
I'm, I didn't grow up around PBR. I didn't grow up around, um, I don't know, just this genre in general. And that being said, I am in no position to judge this by any means. Because all of it to me is just not hitting home at all. You know, like it, it's, I can't even tell you if it's well done versus too cliche. Because it all just seems too cliche to me. PBR, the women, the Confederate flags, it's all just blat to me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you must have seen the movie Deliverance, though, right? Yeah, I have. I've seen Deliverance. I I choose to not associate this music with Deliverance. Out <laughs> of respect for the bands. That's... No, I'm not. Believe, yeah, I'm not going to stereotype here. I mean, Brandon Flowers thinks I look like an '80s porn star, so don't judge me. Well, on you these are bands. an '80s porn star, though. Mm-hmm. Well. I was, but he thinks I am today. But nineteen ninety five. No, D. I, I've I didn't not I did not look up uh, DB before today. Um, I was just check. I mean, I like the video, man. I, I like that. Just kind of telling the story, just hanging out with his buddies uh, in the studios. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was like my thoughts were, yeah, was is he like a retired? Uh, ex like guitarist for a hair metal band just kind of like chilling out in the backwoods just like having fun or or is or is he just starting you know a little later in life just starting to like write songs and everything but it was fun man he's got a unique voice he's got a nice little rasp there um the mix was pretty good you know it, it wasn't it wasn't like a, a crappy engineering or anything it was it was pretty oh, yeah. cool it was a simple tune um but I liked it. It was unique. I mean, that you don't hear that kind of voice. You know, is is just different, and it was fun. They they look like fun guys, and so cool. Look forward to hearing more, man. See, like, I don't know. I want to see how that sound develops. You know, does it get more intense over time, or is is he, are they going to stick with just that like simple rock, you know, roots type of sound? So that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the other thing is, uh, just to keep in mind, like when you submit your music to us, we like to joke around, we like to have fun, but we're really here to support the indie musicians and what they're doing. So even if it doesn't, you know, like as Jared said, it doesn't hit home with one of us, doesn't mean that we're like ripping on anybody or anything like that. So um, keep your keep your uh, you know your heads up and keep doing what you're doing, regardless of what we say, because we're just we're just trying to support indie music. So. <laughs> We like to make jokes, basically. Don't don't take offense. <laughs> yeah, I can list off a couple dozen genres where I would have to say I don't know anything about this. If you're bringing the most killer mariachi mariachi or you know polka record, I'll yeah, be I don't like, even know whatever. What I don't get it. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marihu? No. Yeah. Um, Mike Vandalay, what's up in the house? Vandalay Industries in the house. I'm sure. You're- <laughs> Um, Frankie Archie, Frankie the Gamespitter, that's his real name as we go by. Bruce Diamond, everybody's in the house. Please share this video out or listen to the music. Um, also, like guests like Jared, for example, when we when we are critiquing music, he really has given us his like you know his honest on the whim thoughts because he really hasn't had a chance to listen to it until we listen to it on the show. So keep that in mind as well. As well, we also want to hear all of your comments in the. Uh, you know, in the comment section on YouTube and Facebook, and even later on, you know, send us your comments on Twitter and all that stuff. We're at Indie Music Plus everywhere online. Say, and having said that, let's go ahead and listen to the next tune. This is a family unit. This is the Cheeseburgans with their song, What Would Let Me Do? Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. 
Indie Music Live, episode 83. The Cheeseburgans, they're a, they're a family unit. It's uh, made up of a mom, a dad, a brother, and a sister. And who was, what were you saying, Dave, On the, before we started? I wasn't picking my nose, by the way. I was just itching it on the side. You see right there. Anyway. That's what um, Jerry Seinfeld used to say. <laughs> but, all right. Um, what did you say, Lemmy? Is Lemmy, do you think this song's about Lemmy? From Motorhead, yeah. Was yeah. it Killmeister? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> what would Lemmy do? Um, yeah, he's like a kind of a cult hero uh, in the heavy metal space. Uh, but yeah, like whatever you want to do in life, Joe, Lemmy could probably do it better. <laughs> I mean, that, that's all they're really saying here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is this is falls neatly inside the never-ending spectrum of lo-fi garage indie rock uh there's a little i mean it was it was a little thin you know the mix like little tinny but i know they're young uh like you were saying like some of them are still in their teens um and it was funny i mean i i i'm always up for funny lyrics you know i so i i'm just just speaking honestly on the mix though i think it's if you hear it it's like yeah it could use some work but i look forward to what they progress to you know because i I grew up listening yeah listening to like punky type stuff like that too so the actual like sound quality doesn't really make a difference to me you know yeah i mean it's part of that genre i enjoyed i enjoyed the energy and like you know just the the whole thing it just seems like it'd be fun to watch live i think well, yeah, I mean, I like I like how they're, if this is one of their first albums, I like how they're coming out of the gate with humor because usually with early albums, with new bands, they're, you hear just, it's all timid, you know? Like people are, early bands are afraid to say something usually, I guess, if that makes sense. So to come out strong it's like that that's why i think about the future with them it's like okay so what are they going to be singing about in like five years that's going to be interesting so jared yeah this is right in your wheelhouse man this is your stuff here (laughs) oh man um yeah it's not um (laughs) it's yeah it's i'm going out on a limb i'm putting myself in someone else's shoes and i'm gonna say that if like this, like I just listen to it, and the more it gravitates towards humorous, like lyrically and everything, like the better it is. You know what I mean? Like if that first line came in and it was like really serious and heavy, I would've been like, "All right, I don't think this band is is ready yet." You know, but like if it's lighthearted and if it's about how Lemmy's awesome, fine, cool. I could see it working live. I could see it being fun for a lot of people, but like keep it light. Well, yeah, and if you saw their if you saw their photos and stuff, you'll see that the family's like they're funny, they're funny. Yeah. They're like you know, it's all like in fun and stuff. Marissa's actually in here, I think. Marissa Bergen, I think she's the mom, mm-hmm. bass player. So go ahead and chime in, Marissa, if you want to give us some tidbits. You can put it in your links, you know, and anybody who's here also can put in their links. So you know um, what, yeah. Joe? Joe, I think they should start a reality show here. This is reality go. show material. They should do some live streaming reality show stuff. The whole know? family, they're starting a band, their garage band, just like, let's see the progression over the next year. I'll produce it. There we go. I'll produce. Talk, just hit me up on Twitter, guys, please. <laughs> and what's your Twitter handle? 
<laughs> at David Werba. Thank you. Oh, that's tough to remember. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and listen to the last tune of the evening. Plain John. He's been hanging out. Plain John. It's in there, Rob. Rob's having a. Looks like he's a. Uh, Plain John. Freaking out. Plain. No, you're Plain in the John. wrong folder, dude. Plain John. Plain yeah, John, everyone. Exactly. You know Plain, Plain John's John, coming. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Plain we'll John, guys. Stall until you're ready, Rob. Stall, stall, stall. So, Johnny Ova, what's up? Mike Vandalay. <laughs> yeah, Mike Vandalay says they should vlog, definitely. Um, so, everybody in here, remember, you can let us know what you think of the songs in the chat. You can submit your music um, at IndieMusicPlus.com slash submit hyphen music, or just go to IndieMusicPlus.com. Dot com, hit the submit music. And then we also have a store, uh, indiemusicplus.equid.com, where you can go right away and pick up some promo services. Last month was killer. We had our biggest month ever um, in our all of our business. So you can uh, check out all the bands we've been promoting on our website, on our SoundCloud, on our Twitter feeds and all that stuff. So, Dave, you look like you have to poop. No, I'm just excited for Plain John. All right, cool. Let's listen to Plain John with his song, You. Tell you how I must insist that we don't miss this opportunity. Just stop and soon you'll see the proper movement is attracting you to me. And we be nothing but the best. Stop settling for less. Stop dwelling, trying to guess and take it to the chest. You feel me and I feel you. See what the real do when it comes to me and you. I don't know what you're thinking or why you're blinking. Come here waking at you. But I know if you sit down and listen to why you'll be mine by the time we're through. That's right, I know they'll see that you got much flavor. It ain't hard to tell. If you're willing to take a minute, take a walk with the game. Walk and talk about what we can do. It's all about you. keeps Dave in check. He's like, Dave, look at the camera. I'm always ready, man. It's great. Well, hey, man, because if it's not him doing it, it's me doing it, and I don't like doing it. I'd rather him do yeah. it. Like <laughs> Bill Lumberg. There's like three Bill Lumbergs in the room. But... So a couple people walking in. Nikki Oliver says she's loving the vibe. Plain John gives ninth floor mannequin a high five, so you better give it huh. back there, Jared. Oh, that was cute. That, that was, was very okay. cute. 
awkward digital Stop. high five. Yeah. <laughs> Calamari says, uh, Tribe Called Quest de la Soul vibe, great vibe, big homie. So, yeah, cool. Uh, Plain John seems like a really cool guy to hang out with. Um, I like his music. It's sort of, it's very organic. Um, if you see a picture of him, he's got the long dreads. He just seems, he's got a big smile. Just seems like a really cool dude. So he's uh, doing what he's doing. What do you guys think? I think he's just dipping his toe into the future right now. <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, no. Not, I don't even know what that means. But no, I, I think there's a lot more coming from it. I think it's, uh, you listen to the mix, and this is just my feeling. I, I feel like he's just kind of starting to experiment with... Uh, like background melodies and different instrumentation. There, there was there was a melody that was really buried, and it was a nice one. You could, you have to like strain to hear it, and it was. Uh, so I think the the mix is just not like leveled out as well as it could be. Um, I that's just my feeling. I don't know how long he's been making music. Maybe he could type in the chat, but I like he's got a nice like airy free vibe, um, positive and. You know, I don't know. I, I think there's much more to come for him that is going to be better than what we just heard. But, you know, it was, it, it's a good start. So Yeah, he says, yes, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. Jared, what do you think? I like it. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I don't think he's dipping his toe into the future. <laughs> Priority. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little. I think it's a little bit in the other direction. I like it because it's like it's kind of my wheelhouse. When I grow up, like it reminds me Nate Doggish '90s ish kind of like I don't know, just the 808 like kind of kick drum and I don't know. It was retro. It felt it felt back '90s ish. I felt like I was th- like 13 or 14 from the production. You know. Well, you look like you're 13 or 14, so that works out pretty good. Except <laughs> for the beard, that doesn't work. Yeah. So well. It's just Sharpie. It's yeah. um, <laughs> that joke for me before I can get it out. <laughs> you know, it was cool. I liked it. Like I said, Nate Doggish gave me Bone Thugs, Slate, you know, not Boys and Men, but like, the, I don't know, the smoother 90s R&B stuff. And I, I, I dug it. And yeah, the mix is definitely lacking, but overall the song is good. And that's kind of the charm of it. Like, not, sure. I'm not saying don't improve your mix, but I mean, and none of that stuff sounded all that fantastic. And I don't think this needs to. That's that's kind of the vibe of this. It's lo fi. It sounds good. I mean, it doesn't sound great, but it sounds cool. Yeah, he says we, yeah. Plain John says we plan on diving in. It's only the toe right now. Definitely <laughs> ninth floor. Love the input. So, cool. high five. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got both toes in the water. One's for the future, one's for the past. So he's kind of he's kind of walking on water. Cool guys. So this show has been awesome. Um, let's see, Jared like Charles Bronson. Jared. All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Jared, tell everybody where we can find you, and everybody in the chat, you can go ahead and uh, put where we can find your music too in the comments and stuff. But Jared, where can everybody find your music? Where's the, when's the new the new EP coming out, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, uh, new album, August 11th, it's 10 days from now. Uh, it's going to be on Bandcamp first. It'll be on SoundCloud as long as it's breathing. Um, and it'll hit Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon stuff a few weeks after that. Uh, but I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram as a Jelly Electric. Yep. And I don't have a Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's about all. All right, cool. Awesome. So... 
David, where can everybody find you online? Oh, I'm like, well, I'm looking forward in the final. No, in Jared's final mix, I'm looking forward to hearing those uh, crash cymbal accents. And then I'm going to take credit for it publicly. And then I might maybe ask for 10% of the royalties. There's there's crashes in there, man. Get over the crash low. There's crashes in there. How about a China cymbal? You thought about that one? I forbid China cymbals for my drumstick. Yeah, I I knew it. (laughs) All right. All right, so everybody, thank you. Uh, you can give uh, Mr. Robert Hicks from Hicks Video a big high five, digital high five. And uh, holy crap, Steve Hendelong just walked in. Mr. Grammy Award winner, Steve Hendelong. Lindelong, sorry. Check him out if you get a chance. That's uh, that's pretty cool. I'm a huge fan. Anyway, uh, everybody, thanks for watching so much. This has been an awesome show. Again, Robert Hicks from Hicks, uh, Hicks Video, making us look good and skinny and really hot. <laughs> no, we're not. So anyway... Everybody check out Ninth Floor Mannequin. We're here every week, new time, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Indie Music Live, episode 83 this week. Thank you very much. See you next time.